Good morning, everyone. What a day this is to be alive. On a Wednesday, in the middle of November almost, looking forward to coming festive Thanksgiving into December. What a busy week and a month it's going to be. Thank you for stopping by. George Watkins here. If this is your first time coming across our channel, stay around for a while. There's some good things that I believe God would like to drop in your spirit, give you some encouragement along the way, and, and some insight into life's journey with Christ. Amen. So today we're going to talk about dealing with people who are imperfect. And so, like my old papa used to say, he was a preacher long-time preacher, he had a favorite illustration. He used to say, you want revival? Get yourself into a prayer room and take a piece of chalk and draw a circle around that, around yourself, and then say, Lord, revive everybody in this circle. <laughs> that was his way of telling you that if you want God to deal with crooked people, and deal with imperfect people. Start with me, Lord, because I'm in that crowd of people, or at least from that background, at least. Amen. Well, I've got a thought on my heart today. God draws straight lines with crooked people. Well, <laughs> or crooked sticks, I my quotation is, but you and I have suffered the same thing. Now, I know that's not prophecy. That's just knowing human nature and how the enemy tries to rob us. There's personalities. We call them A personalities that are just always up and they're in your face and they're excited and they end up being a talk show host or game show host or car salesman or preachers or something because they're just there. Ah, ah, ah. Well, most of us aren't that way. Most of us hide a ba a, a back a bit, and we uh, we're a little nervous in crowds. And and uh, <clears throat> you say, you preacher, you're nervous in crowds. Well, one of the reasons I am very confident that the Holy Spirit <laughs> does His work is because that's not my personality. When I step into that circle of anointed glory and the spirit of God begins to flow through me when I'm preaching or ministering or praying. That is not George Watkins. That is God's spirit flowing out of George Watkins. I'm glad <laughs> that I can see the difference. So I know how to stay on track. If the spirit doesn't show up when I, when I show up, then I better not go out there and try to fake it. Now, that's just me, but I'm talking about the, the natural inclination that we have to pull back because we have a broken past or a weak personality that doesn't seem to want to push itself, or we've made mistakes that have stained us in some way, or at least our memory and our thought process or we've never, we didn't come out of a family that was very successful. So how could we ever be successful? All of those things put us in that crooked stick. 
uh, picture where how could God ever use me? How could God ever use me? Well, in the notes below, I made a little diagram, at least in the, in the comments I made, about the Old Testament and New Testament filled with people who changed history and were noted in the scriptures for doing so. Yet they had imperfect, crooked, stick lifestyles at some point. Look at uh, David, for instance, King David. He, uh, the scriptures tell us in the book of Acts that he did all the will of God. He was going to perform all the will of God. And yet you look at him, he had, a, had adultery in his life. He had murder in his life. All those things seem to be a real crooked stick lifestyle. Yet God took him and used him and drew a straight line from him to Christ as that bloodline. He was part of the bloodline that brought us Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? Yet he had those imperfect actions in his background. Well, you can take snapshots of Gideon. Look at look at Gideon. We we preach about him going out there and breaking the lanterns and the 300. Oh my, what a what a great picture that was. But back up. Crank that reel back a little bit and you'll see him hiding in a cave, fearing for his life, afraid to show his face because the enemy was around. The angel had to find him and bring him out and shake him loose. Oh, thou great man of God, the angel said. Well, Gideon said, who, me? <laughs> he looked around looking for that great man of God. You and I fall into those same categories. God sends his angels to us, routes us out, gets us out of our cave, gets us out of our self-doubt, gets us out of our imagination that we're going to fail every time we do anything. Now, I'm not just talking about church and preaching and praying. I'm talking about the life God gave you to perform and to fulfill in your in your. Uh, important role as a father, as a business owner, as a teacher in, this, in the school system, as a contractor that builds wonderful buildings, whatever it is, you were, you were given a gift by God to go out and shape history and change the world around you. Well, if you don't take a hold of that and you hide in fear like Gideon did, then you're not going to be the conqueror. You're not going to end your history like God intended it to be. So what do you do? Take a hold of that fear, cast it down. You take a hold of that self-doubt and have a new mind, a mind of Christ, you know, where you're having a refreshing by the Holy Ghost. And then you begin to understand the angelic, how they work with you, and they they uh, undergird you, and they go before you, and they open the door for you, and they strengthen you. All those things are true in the angelic world. God sent his angels to give charge over us in all of our ways. Now, I'm a preacher. You're a contractor. I'm a preacher. You're a housewife. I'm a preacher. You're a student just learning your life skills. But whatever the gift is, whatever the talent and the purpose is, take a hold of it and don't let the failures of the past be your history of the future. Well, some of my close friends in the ministry were come out of dark backgrounds, come out of broken backgrounds. 
Some of them were delivered on the same front floor and the carpet that they stand on now in this day and preach the gospel and deliver others. But at one point, they came to that place where they're, where they're pastoring and preaching. They came to that place, and they, they were delivered by the Holy Spirit and by the power of God. They were crooked sticks, and now God is drawing a straight line with those sweet people. There's multiple people like that. Everywhere you go, you'll find someone that has a testimony that I was once lost, but now I'm found. I was once blind, but now I see. Oh, dear friends, I want you to know you're not the only broken, crooked stick in the bunch. But if we will put ourselves in the hand of God, God knows how to straighten our life out and do with us. I'll tell you, nobody can do it like God. Well. Look at Peter. Peter was uh, destined to be a major player in the New Testament church. He was, as the Catholics refer to him, the rock of the church. Well, that's a doctrinal issue. I won't go there. But he was a main player, wasn't he? He sure didn't look that way when he denied and he started cussing or saying something that they they, they knew they, they didn't know he'd he was trying to prove he hadn't been with Christ, so he started talking different or something. Well, what's the hang-up? Why can't I get myself in gear? Often when we allow ourselves to be uh, <clears throat> under that dark cloud of doubt so long, it becomes a, a habit, but it also becomes a bondage. Because once you let something go in the same direction long enough, it digs a trail into your emotions. It digs a trail like a path into your personality. And you can become, oh, golly gee whiz, kick your feet in the, in the dust and look down all the time and say, oh, I'm just nobody. And like the old song says, I'm just a lonely boy, lowly and blue. I'm all alone with nothing to do. Come on. Not the born-again Christian that's filled with the Holy Ghost, that God lives in you, the truth, not you. <laughs> You're not that person. You are a bona fide, renewed, born-again, new creature in Christ. Christ lives in you. Power of God, Holy Spirit, insight, revelation, prophecy, and wisdom. That's all in you. Let it out. And how do you let it out? You begin to release your spirit. And it starts with your mouth. Say it. When you say it, you'll begin to believe it. I am who God said I am. I am what God said I am. I am where God says I am. I am that person and that man or woman of God. That's me. <laughs> oh, boy. It's crooked sticks. Time to... Go to work and let God shape history with you all. Look at uh, the Apostle Pete, uh, the Apostle Paul. Talk about a danger in the community. He comes sweeping in with his group of killers, and they were putting people in jail and killing Christians and causing chaos everywhere he went. 
They were they were fearful to trust him for a long time. They thought he was a, you know, a shadow guy where he was going to come in and then trick him and say, ha ha, I've caught you. You thought I was a Christian. No, I'm still killing Jews. <laughs> no, God took that crooked stick and gave us the New Testament epistles gave us the foundation and the revelation of Christ. And he, he, he laid out the doctrinal foundations we live by. But he was, a, he was a big crooked stick. Be encouraged today, folks. You've been divorced. You've been in jail. You've murdered. You've done dope. You've uh, lied. <laughs> you, you had a speeding ticket. Whatever, whatever kind of crime you've committed. Tell you, I had some people in my church that were the greatest doing what they did. And yet their background would have shocked you, would have scared you if you had met them years before. But when I, I'd watched them worship and one of the one of our piano players for a season was had such a bad background that that if you knew his background, you couldn't tell, you couldn't believe the glory of God that came through his fingers and his and his singing. That's the revolution. And that God gives to people of bad backgrounds. He came to set us free. He came to make us new. And he came to give us purpose. That's you. And thank God that's me. Amen. I was never in jail. Never killed anybody. Didn't. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I never thought about it. But I never killed anybody. God still used me in spite of my insecurities in my timid timid spirit or personality i have all the excuses you'd have only in different language i mean different words so get up put your best clothes on get your face together go out and stand out there in the world where you belong and do what god's called you to do fulfill your destiny just like david did you know what? When you begin to move, God moves ahead of you. The Holy Spirit empowers you and the angels kick the door open ahead. And you'll watch miracles happen. You'll watch favor come. You'll watch people come to you for to, to help you do what God's called you to do. Amen. Isn't that something? All right. Well, bless you today. I pray and release you into your destiny. I say be bold, be strong, for the Lord thy God is with you. <laughs> Glory to God. What a Wednesday this is. So if you haven't subscribed, do it. It's a big help to us, and you'll know when we come back on. And on Facebook, like us, give us a good comment, thumbs up, all those good things, friends, and so forth. God's nudging you to send us a financial strengthening gift. We'll put it right in the gas tank and roar off down the road. <laughs> Amen. Well, I love you all. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Until then, you're the man and woman that God called. I'm looking for it. Amen. <laughs>